Welcome to Ernesto Stilo Podcast. This is episode two, where we talk about the latest music in the Atlanta industry. Today, I'm accompanied by... What's up, this is Christian. Yo, yo, I'm Anthony. Um, so today, we got a couple songs that we're going to go over, give our opinions about. Um, just, And then it would be cool if you guys leave comments on our comment page as well. Send us DMs, letting us know, letting us know like what what you thought about the songs as well, what future songs you guys kind of want to do. Um, three the three songs that we chose to do today will be one by Junior H, Rancho uh, Mille de Cat, Atrapado un Sueño. That's his song, and then we also changed it up today. We're gonna do some reggaeton. Uh, we got our boy Sesh. Uh, he did a song with Daddy Yankee, his latest album called Confia. And then finally, we're doing a song by Los Padres del Rancho, de Eric Camacho, which he dropped a song on the song about on Friday. Uh, so we're going to start off uh, doing our Junior H review. Uh, what do you guys think about the song? I thought it was, uh, I like the song actually. I mean, um, obviously it's like, uh, it's being targeted for like an audience that smokes weed y pues arriba todos los marihuanos que le gustan esas rolas y pues una buena rola porque tiene un has a good beat it has um how would i say it's pretty much i mean i like it because it kind of has a cool message too because if you if you listen to it you kind of see this it feels like it's a guy who's like kind of hurting and he doesn't want to get away from like being high porque ahí dice oh like las mujeres no más quieren dinero y no me quiero atrapar de este sueño which is kind of giving that message that he wants to stay in his high and vibe and enjoy the vibe that he's getting right now and not really go back into reality if that makes any sense well yeah it does gonna get that kind of like vibe especially like that first like impression you get straight from like just seeing the song title atrapado un sueño you're just thinking like and my boy's in cloud nine. Mm. Just like thinking about like, oh, like so he's just he's just bullying. To be honest, that's mm-hmm. pretty much what it is. Anda yeah, relajito yeah. con su gallito. Yeah, and that that's just like I, I recommend everybody go listen to that that new song. Just from the start, dog. That that's <laughs> fucking chords of everything, dude. It sounded beautiful. I was like, damn. Yep. I was like, where's my blunt at? Let me spark up to this shit right now, man. I was like, damn, dude. I, was, I didn't even have to hear him sing before this shit started. Like, I was just like, I already hooked onto it. But, um, yeah, man, just listening to it, you can just hear this dude. He's kind of like, he, he's living life right now in the moment. He doesn't want to get out of it. He's loving it. And he just does not want to leave. He's like, fuck, man. Like, this shit's the best, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I'm yep. living in like this crazy reality, you know, 24/7. And that's basically what he's saying throughout the song. Yeah. And all the all the links for the songs are in the in our bio below, so if I recommend you guys listen to them before. It kind of gives you like a bit more background before you get into this podcast with us. Yeah, like probably really would really enjoy just like also visualizing like the song i think they did a pretty cool music video for junior h and tapado un sueño i thought the song was pretty cool there's definitely this part where they had like a little guitar solo and then dude that was 
Bell's Fire. Sacó el requinto, rodaje el fin, oh, bien. And, dude, that was, that was tight. Pura al hombre, compa. A huevo. Ah, uh, well, let's see. I mean, one cool, like, I think one cool, like, lyric they had in there was, like, he was, like, me siento bien porque aquí no existe ni un ser que me haga daño. A la vez no quiero despertar, quiero andar volando, lejos, lejos de la realidad. Just kind of talking about, like, like going back to that clown nine. She's just, just up there, just kind of trying to be away from reality, just enjoying himself. Just thinking about, like, everything he, like he's been probably encountering in these past days. And then I thought that was a pretty cool song. What do you guys think about that quote? No, the quote's good. The quote's, uh, yeah, like I said, he's basically, he's enjoying, like, this this other reality that he's going through right now. You know? He's he's basically, anda, anda a gusto el compa y quiere nomás andar ahí disfrutando la vida. Yeah, I can only imagine what his day-to-day looks like. I'm sure his life is a movie. So when he's singing this song, he's describing it pretty well. You know, like, he's living the dream. Todo relax y gozando la vida, la buena vida. Anything else you guys want to talk about that song or anything like that? Ya, yeah, pues me gusta cuando en el coro allí dice Y no quiero bajar, me dañas el corazón En mi pecho aprieto, las mujeres ya no aman, solo buscan la lana Prefiero andar marihuano y no bajo de cola Sombras extrañas que me impiden que me vaya So basically mm. it, I like it because he's basically diciendo like Facts. Pues dice que, que Que le duele el corazón por una pinche morra interesada y <laughs> he's basically just vibing on his own and, he, and he's he's like fuck girls he's doing his own shit and yeah I mean he's he's basically giving a message that he like wants the gold he diggers. Some, exactly exactly which I like the I like the the, the, the coro porque está chingón quiere estar su mismo no quiere saber lo que está sucediendo lo de afuera está ahí disfrutando de pues no quiero decir disfrutando pero ahí Gustando su momento que donde está ahorita en that cloud nine. Practically that's what it is. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and then he pretty much goes on and on about like being stuck and that he just wants to be stuck in that, in that cloud nine. So it's kind of reliving and thinking like that. But definitely after watching that video, you can definitely see where he was trying to like, like, depict about being in that clown nine but also just re- realizing that it could be something else as well and that but he still has to like come back to reality at the end of the day yeah this guy's definitely hurting you could tell from the song oh yeah yeah but it's a good song because i feel like a lot of people could relate to it you know like when you go through a tragedy in your in your life or anything or any big commotion going on in your life you could kind of use it as relief to kind of distract yourself from reality, which is a good message to a lot of people that can relate to this song. So, will you guys give it a, a rating from 1 to 10? Is it boof, some mid, or some fire? To be honest, man, I'll give it like 8. It's, it's some slap. Yeah, I like this song right here. 
I definitely would play this. Um, gonna have to add it to my playlist, honestly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Como dice mi compa Tony, yerp. What did you think about it, Christian? Uh, I actually give it a nine, dude. And I'm, that's not even that I smoke weed. I don't even smoke weed like that, but me gusta because it, the beat's good, the message is good, interpreta chingón la canción, y me gusta. I don't know, it's just a good song. It's a good song that I feel like mucha gente que le gusta la mota, pues le va a gustar esta rola. Ahí, slapping it in your whip, fucking smoking a blunt or in a barbecue, lo que sea, to vibe. So I give it a nine. It was like musically pleasing, huh? Like, yeah. it was like, like definitely the music was really good. And then obviously la letra también está chingona. Sí, we. And it was a good mixture between both. Exacto. Honestly, I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight as well. It was, it was a slapper. And my smokers out there, slap this. Yeah. White ash only. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's Tony represents a smoker in our group right here. So, por yeah. gallito bueno. A huevo. Uh, so what we we got one eight, two eights with me, and then Christian gave it a nine. Uh, so well we can say what eight point five. Yes. Solid review for. For this song. Yep. yep. Up and coming artist, Junior Age Way. A lot of things that come in the future. So yeah. I'm looking forward to listening to this guy's song. Yeah, definitely. The Junior Age got some fire. Shout yeah. out to Rancho Miller. They got a cool little banger right here coming out for you guys. Um, oh, uh, So our next song would be uh, Reggaeton, like how we were talking from the beginning of the podcast. It's by our, it's by Sash. Uh, we just dropped this an album on Friday, and then the song that we're gonna be talking about is called Confia with uh, Daddy Daddy Yankee. So yeah, Confia es la nueva una nueva canción que salió en el álbum de Sesh y pues a mí me gustó está chida está chida porque it reminds me of like those songs that you can vibe to when you go in going to club or you're drinking or you want a pregame está chingona it's kind of like a party song that gets you going it kind of gets your night going gets you in the mood to try to fuck shit up y oh, yeah. pues es, es una me da una buena vibra y como como listo para pistear y tirar desmadre yeah. the song is cool it comes from an album called one in one um i i listened to the whole album and it was a uh, pretty good buy music, like some music you like to listen to, like on drive home, but it still gives you that kind of like that party upbeat tempo that kind of gives you keeps you going. And that's what I kind of appreciate about Sesh. It's not like it's not like a bad bunny, right? Obviously, where you get those like simper bangers or just those those esas canciones que los hacen que te perrean y eso. Pero esta canción está uh, definitely like to how uh, Daddy Yankee kind of gave it a different aspect to the song. Kind of gave it a more like, he kind of went, went in flowing. And at the beginning, Sash was kind of more in that R&B mode. And then I don't know where you just see Daddy Yankee just go full throttle. And then gave it, gave, it gave it a good change of tempo in the song. Yeah, man, I think it is a good, uh, good song. Uh, I listened to like, say maybe like five, five tracks. I would say it's, it's 
it's a good upbeat album uh especially the one with that yankee that yeah that one slaps i could definitely hear that at the clubs banging um i could see myself grilling to this you know for everybody who knows you know i love to grill i'll put this on the speaker and have this in the background i'll be mm, you don't even know <laughs> but it's a good album though no i definitely recommend you guys listen to it for everybody who likes reggaeton and like you know latin vibes uh check this new sex album out yep check it out check it out um one of the cool um one of the intro kind of the lyrics that they have for it is uh in the song confia they go porque estas caminando sola borrachas y estas horas obliga algo pasa contigo si no quieres mortante te sigo para mí es incómodo verte sin ánimo so that kind of just goes into like damn girl like like you're out here kind of drunk you're probably walking home after a club or you're on your or your way home from like a friend's house after having a good time and then probably this boy just like hit you up out of nowhere be like hey yo like i can take you somewhere or anything like <laughs> trying to get that like little you up text messages like yeah, you hey you cool but and then i felt like that's why it was kind of going it was like hey yo tenemos esa confianza no te no te alejes no exactamente no te voy a hacer nada I don't buy it yeah no pasa nada nomás te voy a hacer sentir bien como dice el compa verdad si si no quieres montarte te sigo para mí that's pretty funny yeah but yeah one of the cool other kind of lyrics in the song was kind of when um Um, when Daddy Yankee started going, he's like, "En este mundo lleno de traiciones, hay que ser inmune a las decepciones. Hoy seré tu psicólogo, bebé, escuchando tus confesiones." So it's pretty much just kind of bringing it back how that little intro lyric we're talking about with Sesh, with Daddy Yankee, just kind of going back into that like, "Yo, I'm right here to listen to all your shit. Like, like I'm here. I'm trying to like give you support." Stuff like that. That shit just sounds like Daddy Yankee's trying to get it in and listen to her, bro, to be honest, bro. <laughs> Daddy Yankee <laughs> out here. OG. Still the OG, get bro. It. He knows the game. That's why he's not dumb. He's like, guy, the, is he married? No, he's any way. I don't know. That's good. Look it up. Shit. I'm pretty sure Daddy Yankee if I mean, if he's not married, he for sure has some kids and stuff. Because he's been he's been out for a while. Like, what Where is he? Like forty in his forty somewhere. Oh yeah. Shit, he, does have, yeah. he does have a wife. Yeah. Same one since ninety four. Keeps it faithful. <laughs> faithful. Yes, sir. <laughs> you gotta be faithful, like faithful people I know, huh? You, you gotta know, be man. faithful out here, bro. It's, it's, uh, it's cold streets out here, man. You know. That's the. Gotta be faithful, man. That's the main code, bro. You gotta be faithful. Treat your woman right. So, <laughs> 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 uh, anything else you guys think, thought about the song? Thought about it? Kind of, it was pretty musically appealing and stuff like that. No, I liked it. I liked it because it was, like I said, it was the lyrics were cool, the the, the beat was cool. Una canción para el perreo intenso, como dice mi compa Messi. Shout out. 
Y ya, yeah, pues chingón. Bueno, and listen to his album. It's a good album. He's a good artist, up and coming. And pretty, I like it. One of one, one of one. I actually saw it uh, yeah. this year, actually. Now that I remember, I went to uh, Cali Bash in Las Vegas. And then uh, I went with my boy Sal. My boy Sancho my Sal. My boy Sancho Sal. Shout out Sal. Shout out Sal. Well, anyways, uh, we went and, and it was pretty cool. It was like actually our like first time either of us uh, seeing Sesh. So we were kind of hyped about like how he was going to perform or anything. The only bad thing is that he only performed like three songs. But mm. but it was still fire. Like his mm. three song performance, like it was cool. Because, I mean, I was uh, at that time, I was a fairly, I guess you could say, a, a fairly new Sesh fan. Because I, I only heard a couple of his songs. And then definitely after that live experience, like, I definitely, like, appreciate his music a little bit more. And then kind of gave me that awe feeling, like, yeah, bro, like, his music's tight. That's the first it. time you went? Uh, no, to Cali, that was my second. I went also last year. Oh, okay. No, but you went technically this year, no? Yeah, this, this year was my second time going. Oh, for sure. I went last year as well. Before the quarantine, bro. Yeah. That's a show in Vegas, right? Yeah, Cali Before we got on house well, arrest. They have Calivash in Vegas and they have it in LA. Mm. So they have oh, two weekends, yeah, just like Reton and Soul Count in Vegas. Yeah. And every gone, bro. It looks dope, though. I would really want to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have, it's called Latino Weekend in Vegas. I hell recommend it. They have Reton on the second night, which is a Saturday. And then that Friday night, they have the Nacional de la Blanda. That one's pretty cracking. I didn't go this year for Dia Nacional, but did go last year. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be a dope weekend, bro. Fuck, man. Hopefully next year everything's open. Yeah, I'll be, I think it'll be open, bro. So we go hit I it mean, up. Hopefully. It's shit, man. Man, I mean, as long as there's no vaccine, I don't see things opening up bro. fully to, like, where everything's, like, back to normal, right? Mm, they'll get that vaccine, though. Yeah. I, I mean, think. sooner than later, I hope, but... I feel like up until then, that's when we'll not, like, that's, <sighs> things will not be back to normal to them. Está desesperando esto, güey, la neta. Yeah. A todos, güey, a todos. Es que, güey, yo, pues, yo que me gusta andar de fiesta, güey, y tirar party, pues, no me puedo quedar en la casa, bro. I'm not one of those guys that just can play video games all the time. I'm not saying there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not me, you feel me? Yeah. I get bored of being at home, dude. No, I need yeah, to... yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. Honestly, Omar's like that too, bro. No más I mean, I try, bueno. I try to go everywhere, you know. I try my video games every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what you guys think about the song? Uh, one out of ten. Being both, some mid, or some fire. Uh, well, that one in particular is pretty cool. I'll give that one a solid seven. Um, seven point five. Mhm. Yeah, I like it. It was mm -hmm. cool. I definitely, I, I could, I could see myself playing it. You know, here and there, maybe. Um. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, I, gi I give it a seven. I mean, it was a good song. I liked it, and I'm not crazy over it. So that's the reason why I wouldn't really give it, like, a, a higher rating. And, you know, it's a pretty good song. It's a it's a good party song to get you in a good mood. So, yeah, seven. Recommend it, though. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a 7.5 as well. Um, it was a good song. Um, I definitely think... His best work probably with Sesh was like Definitivamente with Daddy Yankee. 
and I tried. I, I felt like they tried to go for that same style vibe with that same song, and I don't know. Uh, I still think the Definitivamente was still a little bit better song than this one, so maybe that's why I'm not kind of rating it because I'm kind of looking at comparing the two. Uh, but yeah, definitely did enjoy the song. It is uh, kind of similar in a way. Uh, but yeah, I'll give a 7.5. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We gave a 7. 7.5, Anthony, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian, you gave a what? 7. 7, I gave a 7.5. I guess the 7.5 it is for that one. Uh, we, we, papa. And then the next song that we have today. The song by Los Padres del Rancho, Pedro Camacho, is called Ahí Está El Detalle. Uh, what do you guys think about this song? Uh, me da las vibras de, pues, las canciones típicas de Los Padres del Rancho. It's kind of like an old school song and it kind of, I could see Ariel Camacho singing it, so that's why I liked it. And, pues, nomás era una historia de un chamaco. Y pues me gustó porque estaba chida la canción Y What I really like about it is that they still You know, even the years have passed And they still find a way to mention Ariel Camacho in, their, in most of their songs <laughs> Like aquí venimos Los Pérez del Rancho del Camacho Viejo You know, that's pretty cool yeah, I do appreciate that from them Even after, right now this is their third singer That they got um, They used to be with Jose Manuel Obviously, now he's doing his own project now. So, he started solista. And then, tienen el, el, that, that new cat now. And tienen well, El Tigre still. He's part of kind of the main face of Los Padres de Rancho now. But yeah, this song, Habla de un Muchacho, pues, que... That's kind of like similar to a lot of songs in Mexican music. Que empezó de nada. Y ahora tiene para disfrutar. De aquí vengo. That's kind of like the mm-hmm. pitch of the song. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you know, typical old school like vibe where, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I grinded. I grinded and now I'm like, you know, living living life, you know, enjoying the fruits of my labor. It has a nice old school so like, you know, sound to it. Um, I liked it. You know, it was a good song. Um, yep, yep. It had that vibe that, it had that vibe kind of del, del rancho, the venir de la nada y pues nomás subir y esa típica canción de Ariel Camacho que yeah. siempre dice una historia yeah, that's what I like about exactly. his songs they always say like a story about something un sentimiento que que es de verdad right, they speak right, about right. facts on their songs right a lot of people can relate to like you know just I guess grinding right you know if you know if you're a, if you're like you know you know hard position you know you can relate to like you know just grinding and you know just working your ass off and being in a certain spot you know getting out of a hole and then finally you know enjoying the fruits of your labor for all that hard work you did yeah yeah i definitely like the song um let's see uh this is one of the lyrics from the song and then i think it's i think it's probably one of my favorite in in the whole entire song uh it says le gustaban los corridos como lo relajaban de niño siempre le vimos ese gusto por las armas Kind of like your your average like kid from Mexico or Latino kid from Mexico, just like from the U.S. or something. I mean, a lot of us like corridos, and a lot of us kind of that's our way to 
kind of remember like our heritage and stuff like that and then just listening to corridos kind of a lot of people just kind of like they get to the mood se prenden se relajan and that's what it's about pretty much si sí, a huevo lo que dice el, el Omar pues está hablando de it's kind of relating to uh, to people and to Muchos corridos que yo he escuchado, you know. Chidos, pues hablando de gente que le gustan los corridos y mucha gente que le gustan las armas y cosas así. Uh, pretty much another um, part in the, in the lyrics that maybe Anthony would like is called A veces picaba mota, pero <laughs> se baja una corta. <laughs> ya por. <laughs> aprovechándose las botas dijo me voy a pelear so just pretty much just talking about like sacando esa mota de de donde lo tienen para prepararla y para mandarla so just pretty much it's time to get to work try to put food on the table get your bread up cause then get ready just yeah. to start sell it and just likes to smoke it bro I don't think he likes to prepare it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Le vale verga prepararla nomás. Ponen un pinche plan y fúmalo la verga. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Exactly. As long as it's good quality, then I'm smoking. Mm -hmm. Correlating my boat a month all the time. Man, you got my nigga fucked. Es el marihuano del equipo. You should do some, uh, like, some alcohol. Like, lyrics, probably, you'll probably bang us on him. For real. <laughs> Pinche alcohólicos a la vez. Pinche bola de borrachos. Fuck, for real. Arriba los borrachos y marihuanos, chingado. So, what you guys think about the song <coughs> another day, though? Was it some good? Some, some mid? Some both? Some fire? That was a good song. Um, it's cool. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll play it. Yeah, no, I, def I like this song. It's a, It has some replay value just because it has, like, you know, It has like a message and it has like an old old school sound. Um, you know, and a lot of people can just relate to what it's saying, you know, and so I think a lot of people will fuck with it. Yeah, so corrido de vieja escuela. I just, but to me, till this day, I still, when I see Los Pedros del Rancho, I either see Ariel Camacho or Jose Manuel. I still haven't gotten used to, to the new guy. And maybe that's why I kind of, Like whenever I hear them, sometimes I even think it's not even the new guy singing, because you, you can hella hear the like the La Segunda from El Tigre, which is the other guy that was from originally from Los Pedros del Rancho. So you kind of still hear him in the background. So you can't really even tell that it's a new person, but it is. And if you kind of hear that, then you kind of be like, yo, I don't know if I'm distancing. From Ariel or Jose Manuel, yeah. Mm. Yeah, dude, I, I feel the same too, man. I just, I feel like Jose Manuel is a perfect guy to take over Ariel Camacho. And it's just like right when I was getting used to this guy, it's like, otro pedo. Y it's kind of hard, dude. I feel like that's kind of, I mean, I like the song too, and I'm not crazy about it, but I like it. It's cool. But I just feel like, but man. You felt like it could be a little bit better with Jose Manuel, yeah, right? Yeah, bro. I'd give it a 6.5, bro, in my honest opinion. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah, same. I'll probably give it a 6.5 as well. It's just like, yeah, I'm still getting in that picture. Like, 
there's they're still in that hollow of like that like that he's still overseeing that even though Jose Manuel has now his own project he's now with Dell Records mm-hmm. where they were originally from but now I mean you can still see that aura that they haven't gotten away from Jose Manuel or tampoco even Ariel Camacho mm. oh San Manuel is perfect to take over bro I just I'm pissed at that shit happened with the split up and las cosas pasan, bro. Pero ni modo, güey, está bien. Yeah, that money stuff, man. It always gets people trying to argue over stuff, over percentages and stuff like that. Just people get salty. La always politica, about money. Wey. Always about money. La política de la música, güey. En todos aspectos de la vida hay política, güey. Eso, eso es la, unic- la una cosa <coughs> que pues nunca te puedes escapar, güey. You know, everyone wants a fair share. People, there's a lot of egos in the way, and people don't want to, yeah. they want to let their pride go, and they just want, they want to look out for themselves. Yeah, man, that's the thing, though, you know, people need to kind of, like, learn how to take a step back, and, like, when money's involved, learn how to deal with situations like that, because that's what, that's what will, like, make or break, you know, certain relationships, you know, certain things, you know, certain deals, mm-hmm. and so, like, kind of need to learn how to like be able to have that type of like conversation that dialogue and not get too hostile to the point where you know you burn that bridge you know and then there's like no going back and because i see too many too many artists where shit goes like south and then next thing you know like you know they're on a shirt you know r.i.p yeah it happens in every genre every genre not even just only this one Every genre you can think about, some if it's a group, some split, whether it can be a rapper and their DJ or the producer, you can tell when their producer leaves and they try new people. If they get in, get known by that producer, then for I mean that's part of your team, man. As soon as that leaves, you're kind of leave. You're leaving back an image. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. So pretty much bringing that into kind of our cheese of the day. Um kind of relates what we're kind of talking about right now with Pablo del Rancho about Jose Manuel leaving and stuff like that. Uh, we have kind of a topic discussion with what happened this past week. Uh, Danny Felix leaving Nathaniel Cano. So Danny Felix is kind of like the producer and the one that kind of makes all the, the music for Nathaniel Cano. Like he does the quinto guitar and the bajo. So... That's pretty much the three instruments that you need to kind of make that style corrido tumbados. Yep. And then uh, he just kind of wanted to go his separate way. What you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Danny Felix. Um, the thing about him, like he's talented, obviously, right? Or else they wouldn't get him. And at the same time, he knows how to sing. He was in a grupo before uh, Nathaniel Cano. He was in Los de Phoenix, and I just feel like since he has talent, he knows how to play the guitar. He kind of knows the industry a little bit. He wants to kind of use the connections that he made while being with uh, Nata. And he kind of want to make some name for himself, you know. And at the same time, it makes sense, you know. Like, if, if you stick around with him, pues nadie lo va a conocer. And they're going to be like, well, this guy is defined as kind of just a person that was with Nata. And pues quiere salir de la sombra. He quiere hacer su propio proyecto. Y se respeta. Porque a la misma vez, 
uno pues uno quiere ser sus propias cosas y quiere estar independiente y pues mis respetos, que le echa ganas y ojalá que tenga mucho éxito y que saca mucha música chingona. Yeah, no, I think uh I think it's kind of cool that he's splitting now because I think yeah, you know, he kind of helped him out not that a lot. Kind of made not put not in a really good position. Like make his brand. Yeah. He put him in a position to where now not that can just kind of go out and you know, kind of branch out and you know, kind of evolve, you know, kind of see where he really is as an artist now. This is where he'll This is where he'll really be challenged, you know, where he'll have to adapt to something new, somebody new. Um, same thing for Felix. Like, you know, he's going to have to adjust being on his own again. Um, it's going to be a little harder, a little bit more challenging maybe because, you know. Now they're expecting like a higher level of music from him. Yeah, you know, they're expecting a higher level from him. And also like, you know, he did take a break from, you know, being in the group and stuff. So it's not going to be the same like. He's not going to get the same attention as maybe he might have gotten or what his music brought when he was with Nata. So it'll be a little bit, I think, challenging for him to maybe get to a level where he's maybe worth, like, on level with Nata, right? Yeah. But he has a lot of talent from what I've seen. And so I don't see it being hard for him going through these obstacles. So, I mean, it's a good thing for both of them. You know, they're both going to, you know, branch out, see what they can do for themselves. And then, you know, yeah, it will kind of show if Nata can do it without Danny Felix. And if Danny Felix can be like a solista, mm -hmm. that's pretty much mm -hmm. what it is. It's kind of showing like, oh, can Nata still be, can he still pull these numbers without him? And then can Danny Felix pull the same numbers without Nata? Yeah, I think it's going to be a harder challenge for uh, definitely for Danny because like, For the most part, I mean, not that Loki has his has a rep, and there's good musicals everywhere, bro. You know, like obviously we're, we're gonna be like, oh, can can Nata do it without Felix? And, and we want to see if, because I seen in a in an interview on YouTube or on Instagram, one of those. But I seen that he was like, oh, este estilo tumbado, no no más soy yo, no no más es Dani, es una es un proyecto de nosotros. Nosotros hicimos el estilo tumbado. You know, like he's kind of saying that with, they couldn't do it without each other. But now, here comes the real test. Like, who really mm -hmm. is the one that had the had the most importance in that duo? You know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of in a way excited because I want to see, you know, who, who actually who, wears the hat, huh? The I mean, crown. Yeah. yeah. Who who actually is the is the king of el, el estilo tumbado, like they say? Yeah. Porque ya ese estilo tumbado ya mucha gente lo pues muchos de los morritos es lo favorito de los morritos que van a esos fiestas con grupo y todo es todo lo que tocan if you don't hear disfruto lo malo and, and the jam out bro you're not in the jam out so it's pretty much just a big thing going on right now yeah you know I think it's I think it'll be it'll be kind of cool to see who will be able to make that same sound that Nata makes it's kind of like you know you could just it's it's like just the nasty like grimy like mexican like you know corrido sound you know it's pretty it's pretty dope but it's kind of like you know unique to what he's lit to what he how he's you know sings to it you know mm -hmm. and so it's gonna be kind of like cool to see you know some other guys try to mimic that same sound because i thought i thought it was really unique i don't really hear too many people that sound like not that at least like on certain songs you know mm -hmm. yeah i definitely agree 
I mean, I was watching this uh, kind of interview where Danny Felix was saying that, yeah, like, like yeah, I know I got known by this style, but that's not the music that I like doing 100%. He's like, yeah, I'm going to make my own kind of style. I'm like, I'm not going to forget what kind of made me more popular. But he still, he still says that he likes the music uh, Campinano, which is kind of the original of the guitarras, like, Aria Camacho, Miguel Miguel, and stuff like that. So it's going to be kind of exciting, kind of where he goes. Not that said that? No, Danny Felix. Oh, Danny? Oh, yeah. And then and then we're kind of going to see how that, that works. It's going to be kind of exciting. Another thing they actually said in that interview, which was not kind of explicitly sled, but it was highly hinted. That Danny Felix might make a song for Six Nine. Oh yeah. Oh what? No, he yeah. said that for sure. Con ahí con en los lives que hace el compa vida allí de los los bohemios de Sinaloa. Well, he didn't he look. He said it, bro. He was I like, mean, "Oh, vas a hacer una canción con Six Nine." Like, sí, estamos en eso. Entonces, he basically confirmed that they're working I, on it, right? I mean, he didn't hundred percent say it, but I, I mean, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it, man. And then he also said that he's doing some like a thorn out there. I don't know who is he doing it for. Most likely Bad Bunny, bro. I the mean, first one. Because like, he's the one that just yeah. the Diablo for him, you know? So, so yeah, it could be. But, damn, 6 9 That's crazy. That's major clout for, for him, bro. And, yeah, oh, that's smart, actually, if you think about it. Because if he wants to get clout and get his name out there, he's going to go to 6 9 Because 6 9 is a king of clout, dude. That's going to be that's Especialmente, we. Cause it, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a huge fusion of music. You're gonna see, like, hip hop and and then like kind of like what you, how you saw with Snoop Dogg and Bandai Messi. But you're probably gonna see it. Well, I don't know who they're gonna make the song for. Maybe Danny Felix is only gonna make that kind of style of song just for Six Nine for himself. And maybe it could be a feature that we don't know. But it's. I'm excited for that song. I'm yeah. really excited for it. Yeah, dude, I see like the I see like the beginning of a new genre starting, bro. Kind of like it's kind of I guess you could say it's like Urbano, right? Urbano. Yes, Urbano mm. music. Urbano. Yeah. Urbano. I feel like that's gonna be the new wave. You know, kind of like does it make the fusion between like reggaeton, um, Sierreño, and like kind of like I guess hip hop. I think it makes more sense, you know, because you're gonna have the Kashi since he's like half Mexican, kind of get into get into like Turbano it makes sense for him to start making that push towards it it's gonna take like this type of music to a different level to different audience that's kind of what it's gonna be kind of about exactamente we. I, I honestly wonder if Six Nights gonna do it in Spanish or English nah uh, you're, you're right yeah I see it porque cantó la canción con Anuel una canción no sé cómo se llama I se mean, me olvidó, that's, uh, that's reggaeton like lo, cancio, lo cantó en español wey I know, but that's reggaeton, so... Yeah, unless he's been practicing yeah, in Spanish a little bit more. Well, it makes more sense to sing it in Spanish because most c- canciones con guitarra están en español. Yeah, but it, it's like different beat. I, I feel like reggaeton is more auto-tune, and then so you can... His, like, accent can kind of, like, slide, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he'll make it work, though. I mean, I've, at least with the Spanish songs, like, from what I've seen and heard, like, even in I his mean, regular Ma- songs, Ma- was, was a banger. yeah. Even his regular songs, like if you listen to him, guys, like psh, sometimes it, it doesn't sound like he's saying it like too much, but so, they're like good songs. <laughs> Honestly, they're catchy, and so like you know, it, I think I think he'll make it work. You know, 
No, this guy has talent, bro. Yeah. This guy knows what he's doing. He has. And we have the technology nowadays. Nowadays to, to make up for any, I guess, slight mispronunciations, you know. So I think he'll be good, bro. And I think I think he'll be good. Sería algo un proyecto chido, güey, para para tener algo para escuchar algo nuevo. Hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so at the end of the day, what you guys think? Um, will Nathaniel Cano miss? Danny Felix more or will Danny Felix miss Nathaniel Cano? Uh, yeah, I, w- I would I would basically say I think Nathaniel Cano still got to strive because finding new musicians to kind of just replicate that style, I think in my personal opinion, is easier than kind of starting your own project and your own name and rebranding kind of because not already has his own brand his own style you just need to find music and musicians that are talented where danny he's talented and he's a musician but there's so many musicians out there that are already talented he kind of has to rebrand himself and make himself seem different so he isn't really copying nathaniel you know what i mean yeah definitely definitely gonna see how that goes for him um it's definitely gonna be an adventure for him and we'll see how he strives for it i think uh I think Danny Felix would do it, bro. The first time I heard him, I remember because I was looking for a banda for my graduation party. And then I heard a song that they did, uh, him and Banda La Terada. And then uh, shout out to my compas from Banda La Terada. Um, but they, it's a, a song called Me Critican. And then you can really tell they're already kind of like the influences that he had in that song it wasn't really that big of a song um but like uh, i slapped it it had really good lyrics and then it was a pretty fun song mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think i think he'll do it but i think it's gonna be harder for him yeah no i think for natal canyo i mean think it'll be kind of like interesting to see how he'll be able to adapt you know um it'll be i, I like him though you know I, I listen to like a lot of his music so i wonder how it, it'll end up being in the in the final you know um but i believe in both of them though i think they'll be able to you know come out on top and be able to you know do lots of things felix has a lot of credits you know good songs that he has out there so it's not like he is walking out into the industry or anything like that without anything, no help. Like he has connections that he's built. Yeah, definitely. We're working with Nata. You got that connection. Yeah, all those other connections. Yeah, yeah. you know, and then Nata, same thing. It's not like he's nobody, you know. He, you know, everybody's going to want to work with him just because of his name and, like, the clout that he brings, like, those people that maybe that want to be associated with him. It'll bring, you know, that type of like, you know, scene and clout to them, too. So I think I think they'll both be able to, you know, be successful in the long run. But, you know, let's just see how they both come out. I'll be, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm just salty. I won't be able to see them live together. I was trying to see that combination, but mm. it was not meant to be. Yeah, no, I never got to see them live either. Yeah, no. Uh, those groups would be probably pretty cool, like yeah. live. Yeah, it's because pretty much Nathaniel Cano, I mean, they did that Smoke Me Out tour, and then he came out occasionally, like, as a special guest. Yeah, yeah. But it was never his group, so he never kind of went in there with 
yeah, like with his guys. So you never really heard the music how they practiced it for that that show and stuff like that. So that's one thing. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, any any last questions concerns? Nah, I just I'm just thinking about it now. I just feel like low key. I should. I think Jimmy Loki should have signed a contract with uh, Danny Felix. Maybe kept him in for a few more bangers, bro. Hmm. Now that I see, pero ni modo, way. Yeah, it was probably like song by song basis how they were working and stuff like that. Yeah, I wonder how that situation was kind of negotiated. That's interesting. Then. I wonder if it was kind of like, yeah, it's song by song, by song or mm-hmm. if it was like, because well, we they worked a couple albums out here. Yeah, kind of like a couple mixtapes and albums, I don't know. Yeah, e- yeah, they dropped a lot of EPs yeah, so. and then a couple like albums. So they've been dropping a lot of music. So I'm he sure for sure got his good bread off of that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. He, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I wonder how he gets paid off. Yeah, but we don't even know how it is. We don't even know if like next week or two weeks or a month from now you see a big ass commotion with uh, Jimmy Humilde <laughs> alive with Jimmy Humilde Danny Felix diciendo que le debe dinero como esa la vamos armado y se arme todo el desmadre nah no te creas no creo que va a haber pedo pero we're just I'm just saying we don't know what went on but I think I, th- I think there's no beef it seemed like he just wants to do his own thing so good luck to him he que lo deseo mucha suerte al compa yeah I can't yeah. wait for music from both of them um, I think that's that's it for today, guys. Um, just remember, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And shortly but surely, we'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and your other favorite podcast streaming shows. Uh, remember, uh, we're going to drop the links for the songs below so you guys can hear them. Think, uh, kind of think, give us your opinions, what you guys thought about the songs in the comments. If not, shoot us a DM for what song you kind of want us to you you guys want to hear us talk about next mm-hmm. suggestions are highly recommended so if you need any if you want to suggest anything comment like subscribe follow us on instagram do everything you know help us out support us we're just three kids from the barrier pursuing a dream so i hope you guys can help us achieve it yes sir yes sir follow sure. us on nuestro estilo promotions on instagram nuestro estilo promo on youtube Nuestro estilo a Anchor. Thank you.